0: Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Loffel-Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com
1: and the word radio app to re-logged on just as I was talking to Fahim about something that I'd learned people were talking about on social media so we're going to do the loving segment I'm just going to jump right in because you all know, I know I'm not stirred I am willing to have the conversations in these Wakandan streets so that we can help ourselves uh, listen I'm about it I'm about it okay so <laughs> she started laughing she said oh my god is this where we're going as a mother, lover, and agent for change with a passion for showcasing the magic of Black women and the beauty of Black love, Cherie seeks to demystify the stereotype that Black women can have it all and do it with style, class, and grace. Now, don't be fooled. She didn't always have the answers to help women attract the man of their dreams. She, at one time, also struggled to successfully navigate relationships. That was until she decided to conduct her own inner work. And we know she's got Tracy and, you know, they're over there at Booker's at 50. We're going to see you all today. The WID team. Yeah. So Y'all coming through. Yes. And Fahim was like, I love the food. <laughs> Y'all yeah. coming
0: through today. guys. Yes, we have.
1: Shop. We have um, a repass. We are busy today. You're busy today. Oh, okay. Okay. You <sighs> got a lot going, but that's good. That's good news. That you know, people are. Using it's great it. because this is
0: seasonally a slow time for the restaurant business. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are
1: blessed and fortunate and appreciative. Yeah, uh, y'all, y'all don't make mac and cheese, do you? Hmm. We do have a seafood mac and cheese, and we'll have we have a
0: regular one on request.
1: Okay. Because. Cause uh-huh. I'm not I'm not cooking for Christmas, and I told my son it's going to be all Jamaican food. He said, "Can it's I? Have Can we do sides? We're doing what? sides again." Okay, all right. So you know, this is our regular love is segment. Okay. Um, I found out that uh, restaurant critic et cetera Keith Lee was in town, and you know, usually he doesn't walk into the restaurant. He sent his wife and his wife. So I called Sheree and I was like, "Listen, <laughs>
0: we had just gotten off the plane. We were coming from LA, and the phone was ringing." I said. I'm calling at seven seven in the
1: morning. <laughs> Am I supposed to be on the radio? No. <laughs> but I was like, listen, I had to tap. But your people are just what your hostess. I, I, I and I hope I see her today. I want to give her some love. She is just sweet, and I know it's not easy dealing with the general public because we can be a humdinger. And some <laughs> of us walk in with our behinds on top of our heads, talking about I need this and I want. No, listen, you don't say it. I can say it because you know I ain't scared of the people. And some some of us don't know how to act in these Wakandan streets. So today we're going to to get back to Booker's in a little bit because, you know, Fahim and I and the rest of the word team will be up there a little bit later. But we're going to get into the love is segment. And we are not. Well, as Fahim said, I am not shy. We are not. We are not. (laughs) The the conversation. So here is something that happened. A friend of mine posted on Facebook a while ago. It was about a year ago. And she says, women are uh, men that men only. What is it about women uh, that Because she was, you know, she said, I'm single. I'm trying to find a good mate. And, you know, what is it about us women that, you know, turns you off? And so the men were white men, black men, all kinds of men. They were just they were like, you know, um, and, and not just about black women either. They were like, sometimes you don't listen to us. um, You're loud. Um, you just, you know, you tell us about all the degrees you have and now you don't want to deal with us because we have blue collar jobs You're not kind to us, you think we shouldn't be able to cry, etc And then one man wrote and said But I need to discuss the, the fact that some women have assent to them that is not pleasing to us men And a woman wrote back and said, agreed, but some of you men have assent to you that is not pleasing to us and so I want to talk about when that happens. And so I, I got in the fray of the conversation and a sister that I know and love dearly inboxed me. and She said, Andrea, I'm so glad that we're talking about this. She said, because one morning I woke up and I had a scent that I did not know what to do with. I did all the things I went to the doctor. They couldn't figure it out. So she stopped dating. She stopped dating because she couldn't. And once she reckoned there was some kind of food she was eating that was leaving her um. Her natural scent was t- 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 uh, but she said it smelled so horrible that she stopped dating. And so what do we do? How do we have those kinds of conversations? Because sometimes it's an infection, right? Sometimes, depending on what's going on, it's an infection. I remember telling my sons as they were going off to college, if you can smell them before you get near them, then <coughs> I I, no, I said it, I said I said it. I said it because we talked about syphilis. We talked about gonorrhea. We talked about wearing condoms. We talked about lice, things we need to talk to our children about. And we get all cute about it, right? Um, there's something going on there. And oftentimes, uh, Connie Greer and I had this conversation with a bunch of young ladies at, uh, Germantown High who didn't know what it was. They were like, I have this thing going on and I'm not really sure what it is. And we, when they described it, we said, well, that's a yeast infection. You need to go see a doctor. You know, you can't just let that go off. What do we do when we get into relationships and that kind of stuff starts to happen? Fahim, open up your microphone because I know you're, Sheree was like, what? But it's true. These are the things we don't talk about. And then we find ourselves going, but why can't I date? What's happening to me? Sometimes it's our underarms, men and women, right? No matter how much deodorant you use, the body odor is off. What do we do? How do we navigate through that when we're in a relationship with someone that we really, really, really like? and their body odor turns you off (laughs) good morning word family
0: (laughs) mama's going in (laughs) that is real that is real that's real And, and because of how our body structure is we can tend to have an odor very differently than a man um, because of the way we discharge and things like that. Mm-hmm. That is back to grown folk conversation. Yes. Like, seriously, grown folk conversation mm-hmm. and being self aware. Because sometimes, you know, I smell myself. If I smell myself, my husband does too. And. <laughs> <laughs> so I be mindful sometimes you know you can't whether it's like I had surgery and I could take a shower or just whatever the reasons are you know don't get started in the day and start working and don't you know whatever but we have to be self-aware and be mindful first and then we have to have open communication where if there is a problem if there is a smell if there is something that's not um, pleasing that our husbands or our wives can have a conversation with us and we yeah. won't be afraid. because a lot of times as long as everybody is playing good in the sandbox and there's nothing externally going on a lot of times it's something to do with your diet
1: stop for a second I'm gonna go back As long as we're playing good in the sandbox, (laughs) sometimes we're not playing good in the sandbox and we're out here, men, um, dipping your your uh, hot dogs into mustard that's not ours. And then you bring their mustard to our mustard. And then all of a sudden we're like, well, what is this? Why am I feeling this? Why am I itching? Why am I? So women you know ask if you know your men are out there doing things that they're not supposed to be doing and women too like it's it's either way you know never, we never we are equal opportunity conversationalists over here we are um, <laughs> so you know sometimes women are like well i told i, I, I I'm doing the right things. I'm eating properly. I'm taking care of myself. And I, all of a sudden this is happening. Go to the doctor and 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 get an idea of what's happening with you, because sometimes your partner is out there dipping and doing things that they have no business doing. And instead of uh, protecting themselves and protecting you, they're just going bareback and bringing that craziness home to you. So that's a problem, too. I know this is a hard conversation today, but we are in it. <laughs> but hey, I mean I I know someone
0: that has is having that experience right this moment where their husband is out um and has exposed her to something and you know he he won't concede and and cop to it and it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. But, you know, first of all, I say, like, let's be healthy, right? I know for me, personally, being on the East Coast with these meat and potato men and my husband eating pork and all the things, like, my body pH has changed slightly because I used to be in California white I ate avocado toast and, yes. and, <laughs> yes, yes. and did my vegan fast yeah. and all the things and I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, or don't do it as often as I should. Right. Um, and as a result, I do think my body, uh, pH has shifted and has changed. And I thought about that and I was like, you know, I want to make sure that I'm always, you know, having good pheromones and my husband responds to me positively. So I do have to watch what I put in my mouth Because it comes out, whether it's our breath, whether it's our underarms, whether it's our discharge from our vaginal area, Mm -hmm. it comes out in our pores in some way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, healthy eating or understanding how your body reacts to certain things is important,
1: Mm -hmm. especially when you're you're engaging closely. Absolutely. Laverne says some women can be allergic to semen. That is absolutely true. That's um, that can t- throw off Your pH balance too She said I smelled My underarms On a bus in Jamaica And thought the whole bus Was stinking And it was me
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I haven't had that conversation
0: And then for me Because I have breast cancer I try to use deodorants With no aluminum I Aluminum mean, Yeah Some of those aren't as strong and, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to make sure that you're smelling yourself so Mm -hmm. that you, you have to have a real good relationship with your body. That's one. We just all need to explore and know our bodies. And we don't do that often enough. I think sometimes we're, we are taught that it's, it's forbidden. And the reality is that we need to be exploring our bodies, know what our stuff smells like naturally so that when something is off, we know, um, there's so many yeah we just have to be intimate with our we have to be intimate with ourselves
1: yeah and and when you get into relationships ask the questions right um and if you get if you get comfortable with a funky scent all coming off of you, your underarm, or you know, a roasted, and your whole body odor. Men too, because sometimes I look at my husband and go, "Sir, go take a shower. <laughs> you, you can smell you. Th- go, you know." And 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 not in a mean, nasty way, but we are close to one another. Same thing with me. He looks at me some days and go, "When's the last time you took a bath?" <laughs> you know, we are we are able to have these kinds of conversations because we're in good, close relationship with each other. But sometimes when you are single and you're trying to date, you know, it is it is it is uh, it is it is important that you take care of your health, uh, men and women, because, uh, you know, that that kind of stuff This is the gift that keeps on giving. It is an adult conversation. You're absolutely right, Joseph. But, you know, I ain't scared. So uh, for him, way, what we have it. More, yeah. more, people should have in it. I agree, agreed, agreed. hey, what would you like to add to this? If you're not blushing yourself away.
2: See, l- luckily, this is a subject that I don't have much direct experience on. I, I have not <laughs> had these situations happen to me, thankfully, but yeah. I have, I have uh, yeah, seen it happen. Um, <laughs> no, but when when I was in in college, I still remember when I was in college. I had uh, I had two roommates, yeah. and uh, my one roommate, he had. Brought a, a a girl over one time that that was you know gorgeous, and they went in his room, and you know you know after some time went by and and she left, you know us being guys, the the other two of us, you know, cause we're like, man, I I was that, you know, and and he was just yeah. like, I cu- I couldn't do it, and we were like, mm. what did you mean you couldn't do it? And he said she she had a smell, and we're just mm. like, whoa, wow. like you know it, it was just shock because she was gorgeous so so, so it, it, it it took us off guard but yeah i i do agree with you i i believe a lot of it is um is diet oriented you know especially mm-hmm. that time of your life college you know you're mm-hmm. eating pizza you know 90 of the time so so a lot of it is diet because your your food does come out in your in your pores and and, and yes. other areas and and some of it is just something as simply as just bathing honestly i mean bathing, it, it, yes, it, sound, absolutely. It, it sounds very simple but we are in some weird time right now where you know you have all these yeah. celebrities coming out some of them oh you don't need to take a bath every day and all this stuff right. I'm like Once i don't know about like, you who is- right but whenever <laughs> i leave the house you know you, you're you're in the store and around all these other people yes. i'm taking like i don't feel if i've been out for the day i don't feel comfortable laying in my bed if i haven't washed myself you don't know mm-hmm. what germs and stuff you've acu- you've accumulated mm-hmm. as you've been going about yeah. your day. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just as simple as just, just taking a bath. Taking but a um bath. but yeah, but yeah, um people do need to also, you know, get themselves checked out, you know, make sure you get your yes. physicals, things of that sort, because mm-hmm. sometimes it could it could be a medical issue. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. I have to read this Uh, Joseph Simmons says Mother As it relates to infidelity Men must understand That to grow old Is a blessing from God But growing up Is a choice we make I'm just saying God bless you child Um uh every year or every six months we need to take care of our guts. Now, when we were growing up, our parents gave us what we call a washout. We take castor oil or cod liver oil or whatever else. We don't do that anymore. And I'm seeing more and more of us dying early from uh colon cancers, you know. Uh Simone Raven, uh brother, 31 years old, died from colon cancer, right? And so we need to take better care of our bodies, you know, make sure that we're pushing the stuff out. Um It's good Uh, And Laverne says And washing and freshening After using the bathroom Both men and women I agree I The one thing I I I love about wearing masks now Is when I go into the bathroom Some (coughs) of the odors That come out Of those bathrooms is unbelievable and so it just it makes you nuts right so a lot of people are not having these discussions but they need to be had and you know what your natural body scent is if you can't remember what your natural body scent (laughs) is and you've gotten accustomed to smelling funky and weird and somebody you're trying to talk to people and they're not they're kind of backing up away from you that's it right um you we we get it uh you know, we yeah. we absolutely get it. It's a conversation we have you, to have. You, you, right, you, remind, gonna... you reminded
2: me of something oh. a, a a doctor um had uh, uh said to me one time. I, I was in a conversation with a doctor, and uh they said, you know, when you you know go to the bathroom and, and relieve yourself, of course it's not going to smell pleasant. You know, you're relieving mm-hmm. yourself, but he was like, it shouldn't be rancid. Like if it's like right. a, like a, a it offensive, if it's like an offensive odor after going to the bathroom, mm-hmm. so, like something's wrong. Like yeah. you be like either you ate something that didn't agree with you or, or you yeah. have some type of like some type of illness or something in your gut. Mm-hmm. And, and you, right. know, you need to get it checked out.
1: Right. And truthfully, some folks still don't know how to wash properly. Let's That's let's, right. let's, let's, let's let's you front know to front, to yeah, front, front to back front to back front to back right? Get in the folds. If you got a fupa, you know, you got to wash underneath all the things, all the things. You know, you can't be a hit it and quit it when you got things. You've got folds and we are naturally filled with folds, men and women. So, yeah. you've got to wash all parts of your body. And, and as we get bigger, physically bigger, yeah. we have to be um, and the, But also,
0: just understanding too that there's a natural scent that we all have. And sometimes yeah it it leans a little bit more mustier or it leads, and there's some natural that's so there's some natural um relevance to that and so some of that is kind of pheromones and things that attract men too there's you know so again it may not smell like you know strawberries and cream right um, but it should not smell to Fahim's mm-hmm. point rancid
1: um mm-hmm. yeah yeah. And the product, the soap products that we're using to clean ourselves and to see the dentist every six months, not yearly, every six every months six, to have your teeth clean. Uh, yeah. um, you know, all of those things make a difference. And I, I, you know, I would feel like it's we're talking about people's heads. But there's so many clinics here in Philadelphia where you can get your teeth clean for free, where you can yeah. go to the doctor and go get checked for STDs, where you can, you know, all of these things, STIs. Um, It's it's it's, it's a lot. But if we want to be out in these dating streets and, and be with somebody then we have to understand that you know these things are fundamental if we're going to be out here trying to be dating men and women Look, don't nobody want to smell you like seriously you're right uh Cherie, there's a natural odor that we all carry um but you when that natural odor is off you know then we got to talk about this bathe mm. you know um listen, and even I, with I, bathing
0: to washing your clothes. Some detergents can irritate you. Some soap, I don't. I try not to. As far as putting some on my body, Mm -hmm. I try not to do anything that's like chemically induced. So I do natural soaps, Dr. Bonners, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. But just even knowing things that can touch our skin can potentially um, be problematic and cause some
1: issues. So just you, it's all about being in tune with yourself. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right, we're moving right along because I think we done killed that one into the ground. <laughs> you, if you don't know what what how to take care of yourself hygienically, then I don't know what to tell you. Go go back and listen to this whole recording because <coughs> we went there. We talked about everything you need to to hear. When we come back from our break, I'm going to pivot and let's have a conversation about couples. You're in a relationship, you have children. The, the relationship ends and we weaponize the children. In the relationship Now oftentimes We see this happening In court And it's the women But I am dealing With one episode Right now Where the woman Sent her children Off to go see their father He had never sent them back It's been two and a half years Oh And she is fighting To get her child back And she You know Children back And he's saying All kinds of things You know The children are are Distressed when they're with her And all sorts of things Um (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me And using the court system Excuse me for coughing In your ears y'all and using the court system to keep her children away from her Let's talk about weaponizing our children And how damaging that is to them And to our, ourselves at some point We'll be right mm-hmm. back You are listening to The Source mm-hmm. uh, On air and online At wordradio.com I am Andrea Lawful Sanders We will be right back with the Lovers segment With Sheree Syfax and Fahim Ghori Right after these messages
0: You're listening to The Source with Andrea
1: Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming
0: live on wordradio.com and the Word
2: Radio
1: app. Welcome back to The Source on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. <laughs> if you're just joining us, this is the Love Miss Love Miss segment. I am Andrea Lawful Santos, your host. Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m., and we have the lovely Sheree Syphax and Fahim Gory because we're going add a male perspective into this whole mix of poor Fahim. He don't know what we're going to do from one week to the next. <laughs> so before we went to break, we yeah, began wow. the conversation around weaponizing your children when the Relationships And I This is a This is a A, a touchy subject For me Because I, I am a divorcee With two children And I remember Each time I and, and I had to go to court I, I remember Going to court And they the, the With my first child and the judge wanted the, my ex-husband to give me $1500 for him and I said no I work and so this is what I will take right And make sure same thing for the second child so that by the time they were going off to college dad was like i'll help you pay for college cuz you didn't give me a hard time when the children when they when when when, when the children came and said mom you got to get our passports ready dad is taking us here dad is taking us there i spent many a summer without my children i spent many a holidays without my children i, I put my big girl panties on right as the relationship Relationship was not good, but my children, excellent father, right? My children were being treated well, and it made no sense for me to weaponize my children in a relationship that had already ended. And so when I see people come on social media in particular and say, oh, well, you know, I you know, he 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 gonna got another woman and the last thing he gonna do is see his children, I'm gonna keep his children away from him. Yo, we the children pay the price for that. And I've watched that happen over and over again. Right now I have a brother who uh, you know, got divorced, the 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 ex-wife picked up and moved to five six states away she didn't know he didn't know where his children was for about six seven months and then she, he ha, she had the children call him and cuss him out right now he's remarried and doing okay and the children who are now adults are calling them going yo we thought you were a horrible father not realizing that this was my it, it blows back on you it blows back on Again. you in a way that is not good because the children will turn around and look at you and go why did you do that that was between you and him. That was between you and her. You should not do that. And so I it's not just women doing it. Men are doing it too. So yeah. how the hell do we get people to grow the hell up and do what they're supposed to do? You know Let they have you know. Do that
0: healing work they have to do that healing work. Yeah. Um you're right because I my children's father was not great. My ex-husband wasn't great either. But I definitely as long as I felt that my children were going to be safe with him. Yes. Yeah definitely did not weaponize them and I did not, um, prevent him from, you know, seeing him. We definitely had to have court order visits and things like that as we went through our divorce. And that was because he was abusive to me. So because he had that history of being abusive to me, you know, the courts did, um, identify times and if he had to have someone with him and things like that. Um, but even in that, even in that, because my youngest daughter exhibited some, um, some behavior when she would come back from him that she didn't exhibit before. Mm-hmm. So even with that, what we did, we just did supervised visits. So either his mother or my mother mm-hmm. was with him. So that meant, like, if he had him for the weekend, if he went to his mom's house, he could, he could have him for the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what that did for us, even though he never really stepped up as being a really great father, my children. I think they have a balanced view of of who we are and our contribution to their upbringing. And that is what they're able to um, assess without me saying anything, because ultimately they will grow up and ultimately they will be able to assess who's there, who's not there. They'll know, remember who's been there, who hasn't been there. And as long, again, as you don't feel that it's an unhealthy situation, Mm -hmm. there is no reason to keep children from the other parent.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, John Bowser wrote, what do you do when the child is not yours, but you love that child and you want to get them out of that situation with the biological spouse? Because you see that this situation is damaging that child. Yo, that's a hard one, Mm-mm. especially when they're not biologically yours What I would say to you, um, John, is to tell that child that they have access to you no matter what They can pick mm-hmm. up the phone and call you, you can, if, if they're an adult at this point If they're over 18, then you can meet them and have conversations with them Because I do know another situation just like that um, uh, uh, it, 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 is, it, is, it is terrible um, uh, I, I, I uh, whew, Jesus, we, yo, we gotta be better. We just have to be better. Um, uh, friend, uh, friend, uh, and her husband were going through it. Uh, he died in the house from, they assume it was a heart attack. She then cuts everybody else off from the child. And we had the hardest time trying to gain access to that child just to make sure the child was okay because she exhibited some tendencies to be. Uh, uh, violent, not violent, but just, just nasty. And, you know, like we, we, w- when we are unhealed. When we have issues to, uh, about healing and we get ourselves into relationships in our unhealed states, right? Mm-hmm. we then drag children and spouses and whatever else into all of that. It creates traumatic children who become traumatized adults, yes. right, who then, mm-hmm. be, then spread that stuff. So we have to learn how to heal ourselves. It, and a lot of people walk on the well. I have the degrees and I bought my own house. None of that makes a hill of beans. If it, I started to cuss. If you're a butthole without the degrees, you're a butthole with the degrees, okay? So you have to really work on yourself and do the best that you can. So, John, I don't have an answer for you. Fahim, what do you say? What do you think?
2: And in, in the situation that, he, that he's talking about, that's that's a hard one, but um, I, I would agree with you that it's just, you know, making sure that our child, you know, knows that they can always come to you uh, in a situation when the child is not biologically yours, but... um in general, and, and this is a topic I, you know, I do have personal experience with. But um, it, I, I've always felt in situations where uh, two parents are unable to get along, somebody's using the the, the children as a weapon. It's mm-hmm. to me, it's because. There's still feelings involved on somebody's part, mm-hmm. like one person might be done with the re- with the relationship, but the other okay, person isn't and mm-hmm. uh, the and we hold on to things that we're not ready to let go of, mm-hmm. and the children you know when a relationship ends and you have children, the children are the only things left that tie you to that person, so you use that control of the children to basically hold on to that person like they're forced to have to call me every day and and, and deal with me if they want to see their kids so that that that's usually a sign that somebody has not gotten over the relationship yet could mm-hmm. you could you notice like when you do find uh uh co-parents who are working together and everything's going yeah. smooth both people are typically uh Moved on from the relationship, like they both yeah. have somebody else, and a lot they've accepted the mm-hmm. fact that that relationship is is over. Mm-hmm. So there's there's no there's no bitterness because you you have to put the kids first. It's it's, it's mm-hmm. the most important thing because they didn't ask for whatever's going on, right? And we 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 often talk about separating the the art from the artists. You know when we talk about uh mm-hmm. you know musicians and actors and things like that when they have personal issues, it's it's mm-hmm. the same thing in a relationship. You have to you have to separate the spouse from the parent what whatever they did to you Come on. whatever they did yes. to you as a spouse has mm-hmm. nothing to do with them as a parent they like yeah they might have been a horrible husband or boyfriend or wife or, or girlfriend but were they always a good parent like mm-hmm. you know like and, and 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 uh you know my situation you know person when when me and the mother of my, of my children when when we ended like i was extremely hurt In that situation and that's another topic we can talk about the um the experience difference between a man and a woman when a relationship ends. i feel like there's two different experiences in in most in most cases like for in in most cases for the woman when a relationship ends she's just losing a spouse because nine times out of ten the children are going to stay with her
1: right
2: on the man's side we're losing a spouse and essentially our family. Like it's oh, a it's a it's yeah. a whole nother experience. Like I'm the one that had to pack up and move out the house. I'm the one that had to back out of that driveway with my children standing at the door. Like yeah. I had to experience <laughs> that. She didn't have to feel that pain. Yeah. So it so I, I left that relationship with a lot of anger and 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 bitterness inside of me. But yeah. the one thing I did do was because my relationship with my children is so important, I made a strong commitment that. I was going to do everything possible to make sure through their eyes not a lot had changed other than the fact daddy doesn't live there anymore. There anymore. So mm-hmm. um I knew that uh you know my my kids seeing me and their mother having arguments or, or talking about each other mm-hmm. would, would wreck them because, it, you know, through their eyes, we're like their best friends. So, you know, yeah. it's like, so it would be like seeing your two best friends fighting each other, you know, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to put them through that. So, you know, I made that commitment to myself that no matter what I was feeling towards her, the kids wouldn't know it. So whenever, the 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 children were around so I would still ask them, oh, how's mommy doing? You know, did you did you yes. do this for mommy? Or you know, um mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. if, if but, uh, but 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 Fahim that's uh, grown man conversation. Grown yeah, man that, that, that is, that yeah. going, you, you man. You, that is grown
0: conversation yep. yeah. 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 People you are where to. you were talking about before with wanting to be in control wanting to have that person have to go through them to get to the children or want I, I love uh we have an employee who talked about this exact same thing, a gentleman Um, And he being hurt when a relationship ended, um, he said, you know, against his judgment, his daughter is younger than what he wanted her to be, to have a phone. But then being able to have direct communication has made the relationship so much better. And he had to evolve because he was hurt. And so because he was hurt, he had to remember not to let those emotions dictate how he engaged with his daughter. And he said, it's a work in progress. But it just was like, I was so surprised, um, and it was such a vulnerable conversation. I love when men are vulnerable, yeah, because I think yeah. we learn so much more when men are telling us their truth. Like you're saying, Fahim, we as women, when the relationship ends, you're right. I don't know what the statistics are, but let's say a, probably a good 85 to 90% of us stay intact from a standpoint of keeping the children. The men, and while there's some challenges in that too, the men have to physically leave and kind of create this whole other life for themselves. And the more grace and the more compassion we can give each other Mm -hmm. so much healthier for the children. And I appreciate when men can say, Hey, I have to, figure out my life, Mm -hmm. but in the process, I'm not going to villainize Mm -hmm. the mother of my children because that's only going to impact, negatively impact my children. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. powerful. And And children that can grow up in that Mm -hmm. um, healthy co-parenting environment, Mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, again, I don't know any stats, but I'm sure they are so much better and emotionally stable, even though the relationship
1: ends, right. yeah. I, you know, Fahim, I want to thank you for that transparency because mm. one of the things we never talk about is how the men feel when the relationships end. You know, we always send them buck up and you know, go on, go do what your own thing, and we're going to file for child support and da 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 da. da. And for you to describe, I mean, I could feel your emotion when you described having to back out of that driveway mm-hmm. and look at your children knowing that you had to leave the house, you know, and how you felt and how you had to put on your your big man drawers and mm-hmm. really say, I want to make sure that my, and you are, you adore your children. I looked at you with your children on Saturday and it just brought a big old smile to my face. They were following behind him like two little ducks, right? <laughs> and it, you could say, you could see that how much they love you. And it also reminded me of a recent conversation I had with my oldest son. He said, mom, I love my wife He said But I never knew I could love The way I love my children oh. he, Them babies They run behind Especially the little boy He sees my son He's <laughs> flying across the floor You know And they smile And they and it, it, it's, it's a rela- Children need relationships With both Parents, not just the one. And so my son, when I talked to him yesterday, said, you know, Christmas is going to be about my wife and my three children this year. I'm not even putting myself in it. I'm, and I am okay with it because I want to make sure that they have the kind of Christmas that they deserve. You know what I'm saying? Grown man conversations. Mm-hmm. Grown yeah. man yep. conversations. And and
2: and that that love that you have for your children sometimes is I I think what, what causes um some of the issues when it when it yeah. when it comes when it comes to uh parenting. Because, like, I, I've I've known, uh, like, some, some of my female friends that have children with men that they're no longer together with. And in the cases where the man isn't an active father, mm-hmm. so they've done things like, you know, not showing up on a birthday or not showing up to a school event. So because of the fact you love your kids so much and you hate to see them disappointed and hurt, they no longer, like, let, let the father know about things going on in the child's life out mm-hmm. of the stance mm-hmm. of, protecting Sorry. the child and and mm-hmm. i and i've always advised them like while i i see the while i see the the logic in it i don't mm-hmm. think it's a good idea because what you're what you're doing is you're allowing that bad parent whether it's the mother or the father you're allowing that bad parent to one day uh come in your child's life and say oh well you know i would have been there but your mother or your father just never you know, let oh. me know about this or that, mm-hmm. and and they can flip it to make it seem like you're keeping them away. Mm-hmm. So although you might have to witness your child in mm-hmm. some pain and some hurt that you're gonna have to uh, counsel them through, I always mm-hmm. felt like if a if a parent is a bad parent, let them continue to be a bad parent, and let your your children grow to realize that they're a bad parent. You, like yeah. like you don't have you don't have to. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Like your your children will. Will become smarter enough to Just, know they're gonna see
0: who's there and who's right, not. Right, yeah, They'll
2: be absolutely. they'll be smart enough to know that, that somebody absolutely. was was a was a bad parent. So like, mm-hmm. yes, while it's disappointing to to see your your child looking forward to seeing their dad or their mom on their birthday and they don't show up, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're gonna realize that you were always there. But if, if you if you take the place of being that barrier between them mm-hmm. and the other parent out of the position of trying to protect them, mm-hmm. I think it's just going it, to you're setting yourself in a position where they could have anger towards you.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I I remember walking into a restaurant um some years ago and the dad was in there and he says, you know, I always wanted to sit down and talk. He said, you're an amazing mother. Amazing! I am so great, and just so he said, I just, I'm just so grateful. And I just stood there like very like stunned, like okay, you know, when you just do your work, right, and you do what's right for the children and take yourselves out of it. When there's a family event, everybody is there: dad, the the, the current wife, me, my husband, the, all the children. We're all. It's like the the the. the it, it is amazing to watch. Right. That'll say, I'm going to I'm renting a house in South Carolina. All the children. Can, all right, go on. Y'all go and do what you do. That's, a, that's, that's how we are. the way it's supposed to be. But it cannot get that way if we don't take ourselves outside of ourselves. And yes, there's some feelings. It was some, some strong feelings in the beginning where the relationships end. But you've got to think about the children. The other thing that I want to caution you all about is holding on to those relationships long after they have ended. For, to what end? Because
0: that's a lot of the bitterness happens during that time. Yeah, no, we, we, I am big on, I was that way with, my mother was that way with me and my father. Um, She, despite his ills, she definitely did not create any barriers for me to see him, his family or anything like that. She knew they loved me too. Um, And as a result, I have a very, my ex-husband's children, they all call me ma like, you know, because the children are interested in all this. And back to that gentleman asked about when you have children that aren't biologically theirs. I truly believe that if you get involved with a man or a woman with children and you establish your relationship with the children, as long as they allow it and it's healthy, there should still be some ability for that child to be able to connect with you on some level. Now, it may not be I think Jada Pinkman talks about in her book where she had her mama marry someone and then he married somebody else and they wouldn't let her have that relationship with him. Let's let's be adults. Let's be confident in who we are, confident in our relationships and know that a person having a relationship with the child is like a reflection of good character. You should want to engage with a person who was like, hey, me and my ex are not together anymore. She had a child, but me and that child have a relationship, and it's important for me to create and continue this healthy relationship with this child, so that they're, you know, don't we don't keep on um, adding layers to abandonment issues. Yeah. So we all. Adults When it comes to children We all need to be adults And then um, Joanne Kim talked about Like what about When parents When father When parents don't
1: come Don't show up Hold on one second Let me me take a quick break And then we can come back And address that And address Fahim Not Fahim uh, Marvin Who said he lost an eye Trying to protect his daughter Um, from his ex-wife. So you are listening to The Source on WURD Progressive Black Talk Media on air and online at wordradio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will be back with the final segment of The Source today and the love is segment with Sharice Facts and Fahim Gori right after these messages.
0: You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful
1: Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming
0: live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio
1: app. Welcome back to the final segment of The Source today on WURD, progressive black Talk media on air and online at wordradio.com. If you're just joining us, I am Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host, Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m. Yo, it's, it's, it's hot and so hot in here. (laughs) Because <laughs> we're having the conversations that a lot of people want to talk about But have just not given it the opportunity, given it a father So uh, uh, Cherie is going to talk about when the, when the child is looking for the father to show up And the father doesn't come, or the mother doesn't come Because I just shared a story with you privately About when the mother doesn't show up, right? Father yes. has children, mother doesn't show up So what does that do to the child? Um, and then the parents have all of these excuses on the other side of it
0: yeah, so a couple things. My my father had some drug dependency when I was growing up and there were and I spent every other weekend with him and there were some weekends that he did not come and pick me up and I would be waiting. Um, And that was disappointing there as I was evolving as a person, I had to ultimately have a conversation with my father about that. A lot of the choices I was making in relationship, I was looking for something that I think I expected from him. And so I was able to use my words (laughs) in a very productive way to really help him understand how those how that made me feel growing up and how I think it manifested itself in my dating life and in the men relationships, yes. But ultimately, 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 I had to evolve and grow myself, and not keep saying my father didn't come or I felt abandonment issues or whatever. A couple reasons why: because a he had a big family that I was still very much a part of, so you know there was still love there. B he had an addiction, so it wasn't necessarily like he maliciously didn't want to show up. Right. He had some issues. Um, but third, as a result of that, with my ex-husband, he had one time to not show up for my children. After that, if he was supposed to pick up my kids, he had a 10-minute grace period. If he wasn't there in 10 minutes, we had other plans and we kept it moving because we, everyone has to have responsibility in a relationship. You can sit back and be like, ah, oh, that girl didn't come and he ain't no good or whatever. Or you can be like, hey, okay, so we're going to go to such and such and such and such mm-hmm. so that them not showing up does not necessarily negatively impact your children. children. So we have a lot of, whoever the custodial parent is, Mm -hmm. can really frame and really dictate the relationship that your children have, not only with their absent parent, but who they are as they grow and evolve. Mm -hmm. And I wish my mother had a, my mother never talked negatively about my dad, but I wish she had talked more about You know, he's not making this choice out of lack of love for you. But we just didn't have those conversations. So my children and I, I made sure that I communicated to them about even my own. And when they got older, I'd be like, your daddy wasn't nothing with with your sisters and brothers. And I still engage with him. So I'm the one. I'm the one that's at fault. He -hmm. wasn't good to their siblings. So I still engage with him in that relationship. I, I bear, ended up having children with him, right? I bear, and I talk about it in my book. I mm-hmm. said I ended up being the woman that I talked about. Mm-hmm. I bear some of that responsibility of the choice that I made to choose him. And so, you know, we just have to be think about how our words and the way in which we engage with our children, how we raise them, and all that. Even with the absent parent, are the way that the environment and the community that we create. Can be very impactful
1: on our children Yeah, you know, and and, and as we're discussing this the, the people with daddy issues You're right, it shows up in their relationships If your daddy abandoned you And you're in a really bad relationship You're clinging to it because you don't want to feel like You're abandoned in your marriage or your marriages Like we, we have to do our work to healing And all that does is make us miserable And feeling like, oh my God, why is this not working? It's not working because it's not meant to work And you need to get up, dust off yourself And go do something else but you're holding on To that relationship With a father Who was never there With a husband Who doesn't want to be there mm-hmm. A word on today Now I'm going to end the show This way Because Fahim Talked about this And, and, and Marvin We will continue To go into these conversations About you know uh, Abuse Because uh, Fahim and I Are working on getting Another woman um, On here That's a lawyer To help men And women To navigate these relationships When they end To Fahim's point He says, people assume that when relationships end, men don't feel the same thing as women do. I remember my husband telling me men are more sensitive than women. They're just taught not to show it because they're told that they're a punk when they do that kind of stuff. I encourage my husband to feel. I encourage him to to cry if he wants to cry. I encourage him to hug on me if he wants to to have the conversations to be vulnerable because that's what makes a better relationship. Saying stupid things, and I did say stupid, saying stupid things like big men don't cry and, you know, that's... What, that's what girls do. And we have to stop putting these 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 labels on the different genders and act like men shouldn't feel anything too. We have to stop that because it's creating a a, 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 a misalignment in our relationships, particularly in the black community, right? Mm-hmm. So there has to be a way for us to have those kinds of conversations. Fahim, is there anything you want to add to that?
2: Uh, uh, no, it's, it's, it's exactly what you said. I just uh, feel like a lot of times when we're in relationships in... Uh, a lot of the uh, concern and the care just rush to the uh, the the woman in a relationship most times because, you know, uh, we're, we're so used to women being the vulnerable ones and the emotional ones. So everybody's like, are you OK? How are you doing? How are you holding up? And we're just assuming that the man is just out there living his best life, the lady going to the club and stuff because he's newly single. And if a guy is doing that when a relationship ends, well, then th- that might just be a case that he might not have wanted to be with you. Uh, in, in the first place, For the first if he's, because <laughs> if, if you're somebody that we that we love, we're in love with, we're hurt too. Like I said, yes. when, when my relationship ended, I was in a in a dark place that I, I had mm-hmm. not felt before because I hadn't been that in love with somebody before. Mm. So, so we, we we go through it as well, but you know, to your point, we don't have that same uh, um, uh, uh, availability to to show it. And and that that vulnerability.
0: And they and if they're doing that, they also can be trying to hide or you know, compensate for those dark, deep, lonely feelings that they feel oh, and they, have, they don't have the tools to be able to actually, the tools, the resource or the outlet to actually do it. So they do it by acting like they're not phased and they're hanging out and they're getting with the next chick and all the things because we haven't created an environment for our brothers to share that they're hurt um, and they feel lonely and they feel sad and um they could even be scared like yes yeah, a husband you know he was married a long time not not happily but a long time and he was like I went to the grocery store for the first time and didn't know where anything was because he had never grocery shopped. So men are in relationships too for all kinds of reasons and they're afraid to leave them. And when they do leave them, their worlds
1: fall apart too. Part two, yes, yes. Yo, we got to get off the air. Listen, another excellent episode of The Source in these McCormick the Streets. Thursday is where it's at, y'all. Coming up next is Wake Up With Words with Solomon Jones.